So I would like to sit uh, quietly with you and I would like to emphasize particular the appreciation that we are sitting together. Here in this group and with the people who are online, but also right now there's thousands and thousands of groups in different spiritual traditions uh, sitting, praying, doing their spiritual practice. And that's going on 24-7. So in any kind of spiritual gesture, we are never alone. We can kind of tune in into a field of prayer. I don't know when it started on this planet, but uh, more than 10,000 years ago. And that's something I really appreciated in the last three weeks uh, when I was sitting with my mother because I got so many wonderful messages from people, uh, groups who were praying and doing practices. It was really uh, powerful. You could call it Sangha, you know, in one sense. It has different meaning, this word, uh, but uh, you could use it in that sense, uh, that a sense of, of feeling part of the Sangha, of fellow practitioners, to broaden that sense of connectedness, not only to like a little part of the Buddhist tradition or something like this, but like the Sangha on this planet. Right now, you have countless anonymous friends who really love you and who pray for you. I mean, His Holiness the Dalai Lama, Lama Sopa Rinpoche, they're praying for us right now. In a place like this, and we're surrounded by these objects, the symbols of that, which is um, referring to a capacity within us, you know, these symbols of compassion, of wisdom. They are meant as mirrors to, to help us to, to uncover the Tara within, the Avalokiteshvara within, the Manyushi within. So it's just so, I mean, no matter what happens, and maybe, I mean, unimaginable things are happening. We are definitely not evolving into a more safe, stable Denmark. Definitely not. For sure. Even if some, somehow the war in Ukraine resolves itself, which we don't know how that's going to develop. But even then. But... A time like this is for us the call to deepen our passion for our practice. Because as a practitioner you have recognized that the problem is not out there. The real problem is within. And that's where we can start, no matter what our out, outward responses is to the situation or what we think about it, uh, no, no matter what, this time Definitely is the time to take whatever your spiritual background is, whatever your practice is, really, really serious as the most important thing. And then responding to the world from that. And we, we can't do it alone.
and we are not alone. So let's just sit quietly with what I just said, present moment awareness, shifting again from the head into the body, maybe a bit of stabilizing with the flow of the in and out breath, if that feels good for you. And your in-breath and awareness, they, they, they can become like an embrace, like a, a hug. You're holding softly, touching gently, whatever is moving within you. And then with the out-breath, relaxing the grasping. Yes, and then if you have a mentor in your life, a spiritual friend, we call upon their presence, the Dalai Lama, the Buddha, Jesus, people you have met and people who have inspired you, even if you didn't meet them. And in our heart we go out to all the people who are right now sitting in the presence of the divine, of essence love, of uh, ultimate bodhicitta. Insisting on the truth of love. and returning and resting, present moment awareness. let, Let your inner life to be what it is. The sacred energies in your body flowing, some of them open, some of them contracted. But there's something which is bigger, something which is always there. And that something, presence, stillness, beingness, has no boundaries. And that's why we can share love with the world. Thich Nathan wrote in a poem, I'm not this body, I'm life without boundaries.
So is there any question or addition or something you're curious about around anything what I said or maybe online? Hello everyone, this is Paura from Stockholm. Thank you, Stefan, for this wonderful teaching. Uh, I really appreciate your honesty and uh, about the anger, it's not so difficult anymore, but the fear. Mm. And it's uh, with my mother and I, I, I felt such a sadness because I knew that I would never tell her how much I've been afraid because that would break her heart. Mm. Or she's also a victim of, you know, this chain. Mm. Uh, and it made me actually very sad, though I haven't, uh, you know, I have no longing for it because I, I, I know that mm. it won't do her any good. And, mm. and maybe the sadness is... Uh, some healing, I think, in me. Mm. There's no anger and no regrets. It's just like things are. And I thought it was a very good meditation. I just want to thank you and for your kindness telling us this because it's so interesting. Yes. Yes, and thank you. Passing, mm. I thought my, my stupid question is, can't we just be in the space? We just take it with us, maybe, into next That's dream. right, yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Mm. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, I, I have been also thinking about that, you know, I mean, I said express, and you gave a good example of how, I mean, it's appropriate in relationships sometimes not to express to that person how we feel. But I wanted to say it anyway, yeah? To, yeah to just, uh, you know, uh, create some disturbance. Uh, but um, it, maybe it's interesting to explore what's the difference between then not admitting or suppressing, uh, not admitting or being with that feeling for yourself, like inner expression, to cultivate or be interested to increase our capacity to at least give inner expression to the feelings okay, I, 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 I don't want to share this with my mother because but it's interesting to look at it. Yeah. Yeah? So what, why? why? Yes. So is it because I, because I know that, because I, I never shared any fear with my mother because it was not helpful for me to share something with her. <laughs> it was just more disturbing yeah? because she couldn't cope with it. That was my feeling. Yeah? But that... You know, to become aware of that, then I can ask myself, in which, uh, which relationship do I repeat that, you know, where it's not appropriate anymore, where it would be healthy and appropriate to share my fear? Any observations here around this meditation? I'm curious about it, so it was good for me to hear that as a little boy I learned in the relationship to my mother it doesn't help to share my feelings, or they were shamed. Yeah? Mm -hmm. But then I'm in a group with grown-up men, and I can't share my feelings, because I, that's what I do. 
That's what the system does. And then it's so healing and so relieving and, and creates connection and intimacy in a group. Maybe I have another, a, a new tool in my toolbox with this meditation. Eh? I would encourage any meditator to do some kind of psychological work also. I mean, it doesn't need to be a therapy, but you know, to go into, into environments where these explorations can happen. I found that so, so important for myself, and I'm doing it myself. Yeah. I was in a men's group for two years in, in Germany with workshops, and uh, so very intensive. And there's very few environments or groups where those, uh, like the kind of waking up, like Ken Wilber has this expression, waking up and growing up. So waking up, the exploration of awareness, awareness of awareness, Mahamudra meditation, and then growing up, looking at your inner world, as it is, your psychological history, the patterns. I think it's not so healthy for Western practitioners in the Buddhist tradition that sometimes in traditional teachings it's kind of frowned upon. Yeah, like you don't, you don't need that. It's, you know, just meditate your way through it. Do your practice and more of it. Yeah? More mantras, more this, more that, more, more practice. I don't know if it works for anyone, but for sure it didn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. So I kind of do this to different kinds of investigations in, in different environments. The experience I keep getting is that these practices, when I familiarize myself with them, and you know the way the Buddhism talk about it, mm. when you do a post-mortem process, is not something out there you're trying to become, but it's the identification with it and allowing mm. that state to be present in mm. myself. Yeah. And what I find is that it combines very well with the more therapeutic bodywork approach, because mm. every time I try to enter those kind of states, I feel like I gain more awareness of what is resistant in me to entering those mm. Yes. where I feel unloved or the shame. Yeah. Or it's wonderful that somehow you find a, found a combination, because what I wanted to point out tonight is that there is a possibility kind of to to make the tantric practice in a, in a, into a kind of positive thinking and insisting on the light. The other extreme would be to in, insist on, on the broken, yeah? to, to just forever you know, work psychologically on your trauma and things like that. So this combination, I think, that's, for me at least, makes mo the most sense right now. Is there anything else? Online? I, I did have a question that I was thinking, my question maybe was a little egotistical and not completely to your point or what you talked about, but it was about, um, I wrote, it was in chat that um, I'm wondering when it's a, a how to express emotions in an appropriate way 
that fits the situation. Mm. Um, because I can be kind of clumsy at that. Um, and I wrote that I couldn't show emotions much at all for almost my entire life, but that's not true. I couldn't show the soft emotions. Mm. Like right now, I'm so scared, I'm almost trembling, mm. you know, because this is so important to me, yeah. being a part of this sangha. Yeah. And so I get clumsy and I can't figure out mute and unmute and it's very hard for me to show the soft emotions but at the same mm. time I can go to the other extreme and want to cry and cry and cry or ask for attention fill my empty cup you know so I wanted maybe an idea of that it's fine to have my emotions but there are times when it doesn't fit with the mm. situation and might be disruptive or throw off this beautiful energy that's here that I would like to blend in with and not be counter to. You see what I mean? And it doesn't just happen here, of course. Mm. Or, or could you give me some guidelines for what kind of emotions are good to express here and, mm. um, does this make any sense? Is it way too direct? <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. Yeah, I, I forgot your question, but but uh, but but um, what what I uh, so my response uh, to what you're not saying, I I have I I feel connected to you. I feel soft to you. I, because you shared something genuine and I, I could recognize it. You know, I could, I'm also very clumsy. That's one thing, you know, to sit here and talk about emotions and, <laughs> and then living your life, yeah? So, uh, uh, that's a bit of a wish for me that I, in groups where I teach, that things you just said, like a genuine sharing, that that can happen more often. But I, I'm not so good in creating containers like that. And here it's particularly challenging because you know, the, the group is not stable. It's not like a closed group. You know, people come and go. and uh, So it's, it's, it's easier for me, like I have some groups which are closed, which I teach like uh, for a year or something. And there that kind of uh, sharing you just did happens more often and I really, uh, that's a wish for me uh, as a teacher to develop more into a space holder for that kind of exchange, which is just happening now. Yeah? Interestingly, I found it more easy, easy with Americans. It's very difficult to get a Scandinavian group uh, you know, to share feelings, I don't know. <laughs> Swedish people, uh, particular, or you know, I mean, Finnish. Not to talk about the Finnish people. <laughs> like I have these uh, teachings in New York online, yeah, and I have not even. I mean, I I never was physically together with these people, but uh, they are somehow more a bit more like you, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and even online. And I mean, to dare to unmute yourself <laughs> and, and and to. I mean, I, I have to show you who the, the group, yeah, so that you have a sense that there's people here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Hello. Hi. So, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you know what? You are very much liked in this moment by a bunch of Danish people in Copenhagen. Uh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and and that and, and that always happens when we share something genuinely. Yeah? That's also what what Mikkel just said. Yeah, like this. I I can't share because it's disruptive. It it it, it destroys the connection. But the opposite happens. If you clumsily try to share your feelings, people like you for that. <laughs> they, they love it they, because they, they recognize it in themselves and it creates connection. It doesn't, it doesn't disrupt connection. Yeah? So thank you very much. For, oh, you're and, very welcome. Yeah, yeah. I just felt when I first started that I was coming here, I was pushing for attention uh, yeah. or I wanted to look like I loved everybody or I was yeah. reacting much, yeah. and I kind of have worked yeah. through that. So, yes. um, and, with your help. Yeah, sure. and, and you know, all what you just shared just now in that sentence, yeah? so how you felt before you said something, it, all that is part of teaching, of the teaching situation. So even if you wouldn't have dared to say something, to become aware of that, Oh, I don't dare to. Uh, there is a question in me forming. I want to share something, but then there is these patterns. You describe what these patterns are in you, and other people have other patterns. And then to become aware of it and and allow that and be curious about that, and to kind of bring the uh, the teachings on awareness and loving kindness right there in that moment. It's the, the whole, I mean, whatever happens in a teaching situation, in a group situation, no matter if you share, or, or probably you have some after feelings now. You, you unmute yourself and then you can't sleep tonight because you think about how stupid it was what you said and you should have said it differently or something like that. And that's, uh, that's interesting. I mean, that's, uh, that's opportunities. Yeah? To, to get yes. to know and, and to be to insist on kindness in that. 